0: Hello and welcome to this episode of BIA's Leading Local Insights Podcast. I'm Tom Buno, CEO and founder of BIA Advisory Services, and today I'm pleased to be joined by Lee Smith, President and CEO of SalesFuel. Today we're going to discuss a few takeaways from this year's first webinar on winning local media series. Uh, Over the past year, we've been producing as partners a series of webinars in an effort to share insights about vertical ad spending, track the share of wallet between various media, and see where and why more spend is trending to digital media. BIA tracks local advertising in every market in the nation for 16 different media. For 2022, we see local advertising up 11.4% from 2021, but just 6% up if you exclude political advertising. This year, we see an almost even split between traditional and digital advertising nationwide. Today, we would like to highlight some of our insights related to three verticals, which we discussed on the webinar. Let's start with the finance insurance vertical, which is the largest of the 12 verticals we track at just around $25 billion. It already has over 50% of its advertising going to digital media. On the webinar, we focused on the $3 billion of local advertising that goes to consumer lending and mortgages, which saw a very large increase in 2021 as the housing market exploded but we see a relatively flat uh, trend for 2022 at this higher level. Lee, what do you see for this category, and what are your thoughts on takeaways for media sales professionals?
1: You know, in this particular category, Tom, the, I, the the thing to watch is the Fed. They're expected to increase interest rates several times during 2022, starting, uh, it's expected in March, and so that's going to mean uh, higher interest rates than for mortgages. So now is a major opportunity to target millennials while the rates are low. Uh, they'll make up thirty-two percent of the market by twenty twenty-five, and you know they're likely to buy townhouses, townhomes, and uh, pre-owned houses. Uh, but you know, don't sleep then on the reverse mortgages as well. Uh, those are popular and, and continue to grow with the older demographics as well. So when it comes to to media sales. Uh, we we look at several things local brokers need to improve their digital customer experience as more consumers are expecting or are increasingly finding their lenders online and they also need to advertise aggressively because they have to compete with credit unions online lenders alternative financing options like lower.com for example uh, and, and so that that has to happen ott social media they're they're great and they generate high response in our audience scan studies for young and first time home buyers and uh, for the reverse mortgage candidates, uh, TVOTA and print media generate the highest response. And uh, we've got lots of great local marketing housing data in AdMOL for lender and customer insight that we encourage people to take a look at.
0: Well, that that's great, Lee. And and certainly, I, I second your your comment there about the data that you guys have, which really is great for people determining their strategies and tactics going after some of this. The second area that I wanted to touch on was the retail vertical. This is the second largest vertical uh, just behind finance insurance, but it's composed of 28 different business categories. So it's really fragmented. Unlike the finance insurance and many of our other verticals we track, this is an area that is still more dependent on traditional media advertising. It consists of businesses with local focuses and as such, direct mail is by far the leading media for advertising. In particular, we looked at lawn and garden equipment and supply stores so lee why don't you share some of your your firm's insights on on this
1: subvertical yeah you know, there there's two common threads here when we're dealing with anything with a motor uh, first of all is inventory and supply chain challenges, and we still have to keep an eye on that. Those those are starting to work themselves out and get a little bit better, but until they do, and, and a lot of people aren't expecting that really to happen until about the middle of the year, maybe later. Uh, you know, so then we have people who have old equipment and they want to get it repaired and serviced, which is right in the wheelhouse of the outdoor power equipment dealers, the independents. Uh, because that's how they stand out then from the big box retailers and, and the home centers uh, of the world. So is to promote their, uh, th- their service and, and their parts and everything like that. Uh, however, their challenge being the same as everybody else then is hiring good technicians in who are capable of doing this. And so that op- opens up an opportunity for recruitment advertising as well. Uh, the second common thread that we look at is uh, electric Uh, The state of California, for example, has banned gas-powered mowers and leaf blowers. And the states of New York and Illinois are considering the same thing. And uh, so we expect, or actually our sources are are telling us that electric is expected to be up 50% in the walk-behind rotary market uh, in 2026. So yeah, as the media sellers, we have to look at May, June and July, certainly are the peak sales months for for outdoor power equipment, but the ads often start in March. So now is the time to actually be be hopping on on selling advertising with this. The outdoor power equipment shoppers, those people who intend to buy outdoor power equipment in next year, and there's about 10% of of the American consumers fall into that line. uh, 83% of them are are likely to respond after seeing out of home advertising and and cinema advertising as well. 69 percent after seeing direct response ad in their mailbox in the last 12 months and that's one of the reasons why direct mail uh, continues to rank so high in this category Uh, the other reason why it tends to rank so high in this category is is co-op advertising And, and that that really dictates then uh, a lot of the spend in this particular category. 51% of outdoor power equipment dealers, for example, spend less than $500 out of pocket per month on advertising. And that's because a lot of it is being funded then through co-op advertising and, and trade marketing funds. So yeah, uh, you know, we encourage uh, all media sellers to keep an eye out on promotional financing offers and new products uh, because these are promoted throughout the year and they need to be advertised locally. And uh, they get to advertise the service and repair and the quality of merchandise. They help the local dealers compete with the big box stores. And, uh, you yeah, know, the other thing that's interesting is that 17% of the outdoor power equipment shoppers, people that are in the market for that, they want to attend a home and garden show this year. Uh, and maybe there's some pent-up demand there. So that's something to take a look at. And we encourage everybody to use Admiral's co-op advertising database and also keep an eye on our limited time opportunities for ongoing media sales opportunities for outdoor power equipment dealers.
0: Yeah, that's, that's such great insight on what's happening in that space. The, uh, the third area that we want to cover on today's podcast is the auto vertical. And this is a vertical that has been devastated over the last couple of years due to COVID and then supply chain issues. We projected a decline of over 30% in local advertising in this vertical in each of the last two years. However, we are quite bullish on a rebound as the pandemic and supply chain issues wane, especially in the second half of the year. Lee, we saw new car dealers stop advertising in the fourth quarter of last year as they did not have enough cars in inventory to sell. What do you see for sales tactics and approaches for our media sales professionals in the coming year related to auto?
1: You know, there's a few things here, but again, our two common threads supply chain issues, it's like, and those have to work themselves out. And so we're keeping a watchful eye on that. But one thing that we know for sure is that due to tight supply in 2022, uh, the average amount of uh, manufacturer incentives for each vehicle, uh, you know, uh, were down to just under $1,600 per vehicle uh, in December 2021. And that's down from from almost $2,300 a year ago. So the, the dealers have a little less, less money to play with. The other thing that we're seeing with that is that the manufacturers then are uh, you know, encouraging them to, to go digital and to use the, the agencies and, and the, the brand marketing firms that they have uh, to market that. And so that creates a little bit more competition then for local media sellers. Uh, some good news though, some, some, some brands, their co-op plans uh, now cover uh, certified pre-owned vehicles, things like uh, people like Audi, BMW, Subaru, Ford, GM. Uh, now, here was something on, on the the webinar that got a little pushback. Uh, I quoted a, a stat from Cox Automotive that, that said that they expect inventory to improve in the second half of the year. And then for the year, uh, the s- sales of new vehicles is going to be up one million, $1 million vehicles uh, from 2021. And the things that we heard was, that's not what I'm hearing from my local dealers in the market. Uh, again keep in mind then it's like what we're talking about here is second half of 2022 so th- they are not they're not seeing that yet also it's going to be different for for each brand and also then for each model because the the more the, the more popular models are going to you know they're, they're they're going to get their issues resolved first and then the more niche models then then second so that's something that that uh, that local media sellers have to keep in mind there uh you know the, the second common thread was electric and again almost 12 percent of new vehicle shoppers are, are considering electric cars in their purchase decision uh, so that's that's the second common thread uh and like outdoor power equipment dealers should, should be promoting their service departments because uh 34 of auto owners uh would much rather prefer to take their their car into the dealership uh for service than, than to use a general rep- uh, repair shop so uh 90% of car shoppers are, are starting their buying process online, so uh, dealerships need to remind the buyers of the value that they provide and, and instead of going and using an app then that, that bypasses a dealership altogether. Digital and traditional advertising in, in tandem, uh, because the traditional advertisers still influence purchase decisions as much as digital, and we've got some great automotive brand reports for dealer and customer insight on AdMall. Okay.
0: Well, we also, you know, we also touched a little bit on used cars and the fact that we're, we're seeing the buyback programs and a lot happening in that regard.
1: Yeah, I mean, and certainly the, a, a lot of folks intend to buy a new car. They find out that they can't get the car that they want or, you know, th- th- there's other issues there. So they end up dropping back and buying a used car or they delay their purchase altogether. So, you know, audience scan, our, our data there shows that up to 20% of consumers intend to buy, uh, tend to shop for a new car or truck this year, but history shows that 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 doesn't always result in purchases. And particularly this year with with supply chain issues and and other issues on top of that, uh, you can expect the number of actual purchases to be lower percentage than that. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, uh, that's a quick overview of some of the trends and insights we have observed. While I shared some of our nationwide estimates, we provide similar insights for every market in the country. Now, I'd like to thank you, Lee, for joining us and the great service you provide to the industry. I would also like to thank our audience for joining us. Our winning local media series will continue this year. Please find details at www.bia.com. This has been Tom Buno for BIA's Local Leading Insights podcast.